for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the City of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Civic Engagement. Today, my co-host is Megan Pardue, Communication Coordinator for the City of Stillwater. So we have a kind of a new sort of employee in the marketing department. We have adopted. We have adopted. That's exactly a... uh, the safety coordinator, we found out that he's like a really good photographer. Yeah, so he knows what he's doing. So he went and took photographs for us. And you know what the best thing was? We didn't have to go into this muddy area to take photographs. And he did it for us. So I'm really excited. So people are going to start seeing some photographs from a new uh, source. Yeah, from out and about. All the projects we have going on out on Boots gonna, on the ground. Yeah, he's going to go cover the boots on the ground. So I'm really excited about that uh, because that's something we've had a hard time getting photos of. So we're excited about that. We are also excited today to have Barbara Bliss in the uh, the podcast room with us. Yes, so, we are. Um, so today our di- our guest is Barbara Bliss, and she is a new visitor. It's first time. She's a first-time podcaster. Yes. So Barbara is over community resources, and that encompasses a lot of things, like the community center, the senior activity center, parks, trails, ballparks. The list goes on. On and on. <laughs> yes, Barbara, welcome. Thank you. It is a pleasure being here. Have you here. ever done a podcast before? I have not. You are a first-time podcaster all the way around. Yes, I listen to them, especially those murder mysteries. Oh, yeah, yeah I like those but, too. Yeah. I also found one that I liked uh, really well the other day. It's called uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones. It's oh. A his- history of country music in the 20th century. I think it's one of the best podcasts out there. Where does the cocaine come in at? Well, I kind of think that's maybe a Is that how they time. made such yeah, good Yeah, I think that's kind of, I think hmm. it's a running theme. Okay, in the, uh, okay. But it was really good. I, I've been really been enjoying podcasts. So, But you like the murder ones? Yes. All right. I There's there's some really good ones. I've got one bookmarked for the, uh, uh, is it the Blue Dahlia murder. Oh, yeah. So they go through it. I think it's like 10 episodes. So I think they're going like way deep into to that one but to, now that we know that you like a murder mystery mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. we're also going to ask you a we're going to have a lightning round okay and we're going to ask you some random but revealing questions okay i'll do Are my best ready? i am ready she is prepared all right i have good ones today okay so if a movie was made of your life what genre would it be and who would play you well who would play me we, we look nothing alike but it would be jennifer lawrence I'm I love it. J-Law. Uh, it, you know, she was awesome as Katniss. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've done some research on her, and she was raised with two brothers like I was. Uh-huh. And her mother raised her to be tough. Right. and Because she mean, talks about yes. the, the, the harassing she got from her brother. Yes, yeah. and they just threw her into the fire, and she had to survive. So she would play me because I would do a biographical sports film, kind of based. You know how Rudy is? Mm-hmm. I don't think we'd call it Barbara, but you know, it, that's... <laughs> I like that title. I think we could do it. Bliss or something like that. Bliss. But that's what, because like Rudy, who loved Notre Dame, I loved Ohio State. Mm-hmm. That was my main goal Is growing the up. Buckeyes? The Buckeyes. Yeah. And I wanted to play sports at Ohio State. Football? I wanted to play football, but obviously that wasn't going to happen. I was, but it would today. 
Today, you'd have an opportunity. Back yeah. in the 70s, no. So I walked on to the softball team, had never played fast pitch softball because my high school didn't have it. Uh-huh. Uh, went through the tryouts. First time up, I hit a triple off the pitcher. <gasps> Second wow. time up, I hit a double off the pitcher. Oh, my God. But, after the, but listen, wow. after the practice, the tryout, the coach came up to me, and she said, you look a little uncomfortable up there to bat. And I said, well, I've never played fast pitch softball. <laughs> And she had this look on her face like, I thought, maybe I'm going to make the team. Yeah. And sure enough, I did. did. So I achieved my goal. I was a four-year letter winner, all Big Ten. So that was, that you know, was I was going to do whatever I had to so do to get to Ohio State. So I could yeah, see I, her I can, being. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. yes. Very yes. fitting. Okay, we now are going to write a script because we're going we're gonna to do this. Maybe. Okay. Yes, we're Bliss, do it. coming to a Bliss theater near you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, second question. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. So, you have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? Uh, Midnight Train to Georgia, Gladys Knight and the Pips. I'm not, I do the pips. You do the That's, <laughs> I can do all of the movements. Woohoo! Oh, you yeah. know, and I can yeah. do all of that, but. Uh, if you guys could have just seen that, it was <laughs> blissful. I can do the pips. All right, that's good. I, I'm with you there. Okay. Okay, final question. If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, I'm from northwestern Ohio, so I would eat Roots shredded chicken sandwiches with Ballrick's potato chips. Wow. It's a, you were ready for that it's one. It's a northwestern Ohio thing. You know, it's one of those dishes they serve at every graduation party, uh-huh. wedding reception, Potluck. shredded chicken. And Roots is a, has been in business for like 75 years, so they make their own. That sounds good. It's I'm just hungry. wonderful. So do you have to go make a road trip every so Yes, often? and I bring it back. My family doesn't get it. Yeah. You know, I have to I eat it every day when I'm in Ohio, but they really? they don't appreciate it as yeah. much as I do. So But if we were gonna make the movie of your life, that would have to be Rich Shredded the, Chicken yeah. would have to be in it. Awesome. Yes. So I think we know a little bit about Barbara now. Mm-hmm. So how's the fast pitch now? How's the fast pitch? Yeah. How's how's the how's the game? Um I've pretty much retired. <laughs> I'll I'll hit sixty this year. Yeah. So um I play a little golf. Um, yeah, not. I probably haven't played softball in years. Right. So yeah. Well, let's uh, jump into your career path. So, how did you get from Ohio to Stillwater to uh, the community resource department? I did my bachelor's degree at Ohio State in Parks and Recreation Education. So you have a long. You've just made you. You knew the direction you were going yes, for a long time. I, I growing up, we had. Um, the playground, the schools were open in the summer, and they had like a playground program mm-hmm. at each one of the schools. So I would be there every day. We organized our own softball team, uh-huh. slow pitch. We we played at the school nine to four, and then I'd ride my bike home. Uh-huh. Did that every summer. I just felt like that's something I wanted to get involved with. I either in the intramural aspects, like at a college university or a university, or either working for a city in the uh-huh. parks and rec department. Did my master's at Indiana University mm-hmm. in Parks and Recreation Administration. Right out of school, they offered me the job here in Stillwater. I got in my Camaro, drove out here. So had you been to Oklahoma? <laughs> kind of funny. I had been in Norman four uh, times because that's oh, where we played our right. spring break yeah. softball tournament games. Yeah, so that, that was your, yes. your introduction and to Oklahoma. I wasn't thrilled with yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. 
at least not Norman. Uh-huh. Well, so, who is? Okay, <laughs> there you go. So I came here, really liked the people in the department. They offered me the job. I took it. Moved out here not knowing anyone. Um, and 35 and a half years later, yeah. I'm still here. You're so. still here. So you're kind of an institution in the Stillwater Park and Rec uh, history. Yes. yes. I have a lot of, yes, a lot of history. And in fact, when Larry Devers retired, he was an old, old parks guy. He handed me the book with all of the, the hidden history and <laughs> of parks and recreation, told me to take care of it. So and do you? I do. Yeah. And I'll hopefully pass it on to the next person. Awesome. So, so you've been in with, uh, so with Park and Rec, so you know about the parks, the playgrounds, right. the youth sport, adult right. sport, uh, Special events. events. So yes. you've been a little bit of everything. Right. Uh, so has so so what changes or trends have you seen that maybe surprised you or you wish to get let's just stick with surprise well, well obviously the the public private partnerships mm-hmm. have really blossomed within the past five years uh-huh. and I'm now the liaison between all of our public-private partners. So we used to be heavily involved, did all the youth and adult sports. Right. That's now done by Stillwater Area Sports Association. We used to have Lake McMurtry under our control. Right. But when Public Works absorbed all of our parks employees into their system, it was difficult for us to maintain Lake McMurtry. And we found someone who was willing to do that. Uh, the Arts Center, Prairie Arts, mm-hmm. we used to do it as multi-graphist arts center, found a partner to do that. So we've done that with probably eight to ten different programs, and I'm kind of the go-between. So, so you have to, and, and because you have a history of knowing, you, you already know how to run all right. these Right, if I don't know how to run it, I at least know what they're talking about, and I can right. find the person or persons I need to send out there to help them, whether it's maintenance issues, uh, they have an issue with how to deal with a parent, what would I do, things like that. Right. So I'm kind of their sounding board also. And so you're located in the community center. I am at the armory. You're at the armory? Mm-hmm. When I thought you were at the community center. I have been at the armory since 1984, and I'm still there. You're still there. They are, they're going to have to take me out <laughs> feet first. Because, <laughs> feet first. Or I retire. Hopefully yeah. I'll retire. But um, no, we worked out. The Stillwater Area Sports Association is located there. And we have a nice gymnasium over there. We wanted to keep right. open uh-huh. 8 to 5. Um, Monday through Friday, so people could come in and use it, just open gym. But SAS is only over there 9 to 2. So I offered, why couldn't I stay in the building, hire a part-time person, help Mm -hmm. manage it so we can keep that building open 8 a.m. to 5 And it's really used uh, because a lot of homeschoolers come over there, uh, seniors come and walk there. Yes. So... um, and and I have done it myself on really cool days when I wanted to yeah. go for a walk and go over to the gym. Yeah, the Stillwater schools use it. Um, sometimes they come in and do indoor tennis lessons because we've got low nets they can hit off of. Um, pickleballers. So tell me about Huge. pickleball. Tell me, tell me how, <laughs> how how does someone start a new uh, sport like that, and how quickly did uh, Stillwater? Embrace it. Well, it kind of came, it looks like, from both coasts. Everything mm-hmm. starts in either the east or west coast. So some of our our participants kind of picked it up. They uh, A lot of them had played tennis in 
as you get older, it's it's harder to tennis courts are you know a certain size yeah. and you've got to be able to maneuver quickly. Pickleball is a much smaller court. The mm-hmm. nets are, are shorter. Do you still have a bracket? You have like a paddle. A paddle. And those can be anywhere from a four ninety nine paddle to custom made uh, two hundred and fifty dollar paddles. Do you have a two hundred fifty dollar paddle? I do not. I bought for the gym just for people to use the four ninety nine. The four ninety nine. Yes, we. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I'm not. Yes, <laughs> splurging on them. So, and and basically the ball is a wiffle ball is what okay. it looks like. Uh, but they can play. They can get three to four courts in our gymnasium, and and we've purchased the nets with Sasa, and they come in and play. Usually four days a week they're in there playing. We're talking about doing some outdoor pickleball courts. Mm-hmm. The problem with that, they do it a lot again on the coast. The wind is so uh, ferocious mm-hmm. here. Yeah, you know, and a wiffle ball has those holes in it, yeah. and, and it's a little bit yeah. more difficult. You aren't going to so. get your ball back. <laughs> <laughs> you may not. It may blow off in the wind and you'll have to chase it far. So so what else do you see coming in as a trend in Park and Rec? I think a lot of what we're going to see is fitness oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we're talking about replacing some of the playgrounds that don't get a lot of use, some of our smaller neighborhood mm-hmm. playgrounds, and putting some fitness, outdoor fitness equipment yeah. in it, especially the one Arrowhead by OSU campus. You don't have a lot of kids that live in that area anyway. Yeah. It's mainly college students who right. rent in that area. We thought instead of replacing it with a playground, might might put some fitness equipment in there. There's so. always people running in that neighborhood. Definitely mm-hmm. thought it could be put to good use. I'm of the age that I do need a little more uh, physical fitness in my life, and I go walk at uh, Boomer Lake a lot. Mm-hmm. So, but if there was like like you know um, places to do setups or places, to would you do, use it? I would use it. We've talked about Boomer so, Lake as one I of think those places. I, I, to me, it would be like, uh, you know, you run a little bit, you pause, right. you know, run a little bit, do some chin-ups, run a little bit, right. you know, and I think it would add, like, a, a variety to the the path there. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I would fight the ducks, because, you know, yeah, that's, part, that's one of my fitness, get away, get away, um, but yeah, I definitely would, I am, I like that idea, but, but Good. I, I wouldn't I get will. Boomer. So, and we yeah. have talked about it. Yeah. And on the OSU campus, they have like little spots where you can do uh, arm dips and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. It's along Monroe that I've seen one, and I've used it before. It's really yeah. handy. It don't. It does not have to be huge pieces of equipment. Right. You can put little smaller pieces in and still get the workout you yeah. need to do. I think that would be lovely. Yeah. So even after you've been in the business for 35 years, there's still always something new and different. Oh yeah, and dog parks. Oh dog my park. goodness. Tell me about dog parks. <sighs> I love dog parks. They're difficult to maintain. Yeah. Uh, we need, Stillwater needs an additional dog park. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to rotate them in and out just so we can rest the one while the other yeah. one's getting it. Impossible to grow grass on them. I mean, oh, we, sure. we do everything we can to try to keep the grass growing, but where they're located right now um, in the Southern Woods Park, it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult to keep yeah. grass growing. But we see more and more people. I mean, you go there on a nice day, and it is packed. Millennials Big love dogs. their dogs. They do. <laughs> Big dogs, little dogs. Yep. Uh, yeah, I saw a, a Great Dane was, like, getting cozy with a chihuahua, and it was... Like That's they were adorable. trying. It was. It was really cute. It's like they had bonded, and they were walking around the 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 together, and 
the parents were trying to pull him apart, and he was like, no, I have a new friend. But it was really cute. Yeah, and and we've partnered with OSU on that dog park, and that now they've kind of turned everything over to us because they actually kind of initiated the entire dog mm-hmm. park. For the millennials. Yes, yeah. and so they've now given us complete control over it. And we probably will be purchase, purchasing some doggy equipment uh, doggy. in the near future yeah. with so some funds need we fitness have. Equipment too. I think it keeps them interested in uh-huh. being at the park. And yeah. again, I think most of it's for the owners. Yeah. Because I don't know <laughs> if the dogs care if they're on a teeter totter or you know, yeah. there's one they walk up and then it yeah. gets to the top and yeah. comes. But. Um, you know, I watch some of these agility training mm. competitions. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it at Westminster now and all that. So it's, you know, That's it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It is. So, but we need another dog park. Yeah. Besides the parks, you do the events. Right. The Dancing with Daddy and the Mummy and Mommy Son. and that Son. Also under your, we uh, we do that, yes. We do Boomer Blast, so mm-hmm. we shoot off the, the fireworks 4th of July. Our events usually are held at the community center, the two dances. And again, they've grown. We've gone from one daddy-daughter dance to four. I know. That's amazing. And they're it? all sold. Yeah, and they all they get sold, all sold out. out. Yes. Wow. So Mummy and Son right now, one dance is sufficient. But I think the moms enjoy it even more than the kids because they come dressed in a costume also. Mm -hmm. And and how often do moms get, you know, the ability to... I did it with Nick. He Mm -hmm. was a little bit on the older end when we started that. And the only thing that the boys wanted to do was run across the floor together, slide on their knees into the balloons. <laughs> uh, that kind of went on for about an hour and a half. Yeah. And the moms went to the dance floor. And yeah, it was yeah. great. Yeah, the uh, girls, they'll go on carriage rides. Yes. And they'll do arts and crafts. And, yeah, the boys, they're not they into want that. <laughs> They want to slide into the balloons. Yeah, eat some food and slide yeah. into things. So, so yeah. But that is awesome. So, well, thank you, Barbara. Well, thank you. It You're has been a pleasure being You've here. now done a podcast. I have done a Can podcast. Can we bring you back? Oh, if you must. We I must. Think. <laughs> I'll, I'll. We had a blissful time. Well, thank you. I'll have to come up. If you do some quick fire questions, whatever you might. Do you like those better? have to forewarn yeah. me or something okay. on those. So Your yeah. random but revealing lightning yeah. round. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be careful what I reveal. So, you know. <laughs> well, but I think everything was safe. Yeah. We'll today. be writing that movie. Oh, I yeah. look forward Coming. to it. Yeah, we're going to pitch that one. I think so. Bliss. I like it. Yeah. Mm, I think it'll work. Okay. The t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> be awesome. Okay. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Thanks for listening to FYI Stillwater. If you like this episode, please leave us a like or a comment and be sure to share with your friends and family. Stay tuned for our next podcast. If you have a question for City Hall, email news at stillwater.org and in the next podcast, we'll answer a few of them. FYI Stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org, Spotify, and just about anywhere else you enjoy your podcast.